Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions, make them to ask such things as shall please you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Our reading for this 11th Sunday in Pentecost is from Isaiah, chapter 66, verses 18 through 23. For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time is coming to gather all nations and tongues. And they shall come and shall see my glory, and I will set a sign among them. And from them I will send survivors to the nations, to Tarshish, Pool, Lud, who draw the bow to Tubal and Javan, to the coastlands far away that have not heard my fame or seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations, and they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord, on horses and in chariots, and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries. To my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord, just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. And some of them also I will take for priests and for Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain. From new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. Although I am not a big fan of the more recent Mission Impossible series of movies, I did enjoy watching the original TV series in syndication when I was a kid. Now maybe you remember, Jim Phelps is the head of a super secret government agency, the IMF, Impossible Missions Force, and is often given secret anonymous covert missions to attempt. Quite often they were unmasking criminals or rescuing hostages and the like. He picks his team depending on which tasks need to be done. Oftentimes, the missions were not only seemingly impossible, but were sometimes unexpected. 
Now, our Old Testament text for today, from Isaiah chapter 66, is not about spies or the CIA, but it is about a mission that seems, at first glance, completely unexpected and virtually impossible. At first glance, it seems rather unexpected that Yahweh, the God of Israel, would set out to gather the nations to himself and save them. I mean, the Israelites were Yahweh's chosen people, his treasured possession, a people whom he caringly gathered to himself. In stark contrast, the nations were to be slaughtered and scattered, not gathered. The nations were foreigners and outsiders, undeserving of Yahweh's care and attention. The nations were unclean and unholy, an offense to Yahweh. And even Israel was found to be under Yahweh's judgment because of their unfaithfulness. And today, beloved, you and I, we are the nations, outsiders, unclean, unworthy, feckless, and sometimes unfaithful. At first glance, it seems even more unexpected that Yahweh would use those gathered from these very nations to carry out his mission to save the nations. We hear in Isaiah chapters 14 through 19 that the nations were enemies of both Yahweh and his people. Only a few scant years after Yahweh speaks these words, the terrible Assyrian army descends and destroys over half of Israel. About a hundred years after that, the Babylonians descend and destroy the other half of Israel and carry many of the Israelites into exile. Well, beloved Paul, in Romans chapter 5, reminds you and me, he reminds us that we are numbered along with these enemies of Yahweh. It surely seems preposterous, even scandalous, that Yahweh would use those who were his enemies to kill Yahweh, our God, the unexpected becomes expected. And the impossible becomes possible. In taking a second look from God's perspective, we see that it was very much expected that Yahweh would save the nations and gather them to himself. His missionary heart has always been to save his entire creation and all people from every nation, tribe, people, and language. In the beginning, as soon as Adam and Eve rebel against him, Yahweh seeks them out and promises a Savior who would defeat Satan for them. We, we catch a glimpse of, of the end, where the Apostle John sees a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. What a beautiful picture from Revelation chapter 7. God accomplishes this by sending Jesus Christ as our Savior so that whoever believes in him, regardless of his ethnic, linguistic, or social background, might have eternal life. Jesus Christ is the sign toward which all the nations gather. As Jesus Christ is lifted up on the cross, he draws all people to himself. Through faith in the forgiveness we have by Jesus' death and resurrection, we are no longer crummy, but clean. No longer God's enemies, but his own children. In taking a second look from God's perspective, 
we see that it is also very much expected that Yahweh would use the nations to carry out his mission to save the nations. Yahweh uses people to carry out his mission. I mean, he could have chosen to intervene directly or simply to use angels as his missionaries, but instead he most often works through people. Yahweh graciously, graciously chose Israel to be his missionaries, so to speak, so that through them he might save the whole world, though they often forgot that this was their purpose. Yahweh chose Abraham not to be a blessing for Abraham and his own family, a point the Israelites often forgot themselves, but to be in the descendant Jesus Christ, a blessing for all the families of the earth. Israel was always meant to be Yahweh's light for the nations, to bring his salvation to the ends of the earth. Speaking through Isaiah, he told them, chapter 49, verse 7, I will make you as a light for the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. We need not be surprised then when Isaiah tells us that Yahweh gathers the nations to himself and then sends them out to be his missionaries to declare his glory to the nations. And again, let us not forget that, beloved, you and I, we are those nations. So upon closer examination from God's perspective, we should expect Yahweh to use us for this mission that he makes possible. Yahweh gathers us to himself and sends us out to the nations. What a blessed privilege it is to be graciously chosen by God as his chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that we may proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. God's mission is always centripetal and centrifugal. Centripetal, that means to be pulled inward. God gathers and strengthens us through word and sacrament. Centrifugal, pulled outward. God sends us out to declare his glory to the nations. Not everyone is called to serve as pastors or sent as called missionaries to serve overseas or even here in North America for that matter, but we all have been granted the joyful privilege of being witnesses where God has placed us, to family, friends, work, and the greater community. Unlike Jim Phelps pulling his specialized teams together for missions on TV, Yahweh's mission, our mission, is neither unexpected nor impossible. Our Lord's mission should not be surprising at all because it reflects the very missionary heart of God. It reflects who he is as our creator God. Neither is it impossible. In fact, it is very much possible because it is God's mission. Its successful accomplishment is already guaranteed because Jesus Christ accomplished the mission through his death and resurrection and continues to carry out that mission through you and through me. Graciously gathered, graciously sent, what a joyful privilege we have to be his missionaries to the world all around us.
Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Lord of heaven and earth, as Jesus taught his disciples to be persistent in prayer, give us patience and courage never to lose hope, but always to bring our prayers before you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.